This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash K Kersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. In just a little bit, we're going to speak with Justin Oakley of the Just Let Me Teach podcast. Going to be talking about some big bills going on with the Indiana legislature related to education. But first, we check in with our good friend Mel McMahon. Mel, of course, of WIBC and B1057 fame, but she's also got an organization called Indiana Originals that promotes local businesses urges uh, folks to do business and shop here in Indiana. And from time to time on this show, we like to uh, pause and and we'll talk with local businesses about things that are working, things that they're doing well, uh, because local business is such a big part of our economy here in central Indiana. And Mel has her pulse on that. Had a chance to sit down and chat with Mel about some tips and pointers on things small businesses can do. Here's that conversation. Speaking in with our good friend Mel McMahon of Indiana Originals. We had you on last summer, and we were talking about shop local, do things local, support local. And it seems like as the election played out, that became a central theme, a local sort of being America, but it seems like now more than ever, people are putting an emphasis on shopping local. People want to know where their dollar's going, and with Indiana Originals, we promote Indiana products, Indiana places, and Indiana service providers. Yeah, so you mentioned Indiana Originals, and again, go into a little bit of detail about what you guys do. Yeah, so what we provide is an online directory and an app full of locally owned and operated businesses that are headquartered here in Indiana. So we help businesses stand out as local. They meet that definition. So customers with a local preference, customers wanting to know where their money's going, can find them faster and easier. It's interesting, uh, Trump continues to pound the Make America Great Again theme, which I think is one of the great themes of all time. Whether it's going to work or not, I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's sort of like the states become very important to make their own state great again. And that's why I think Indiana Originals is so important. 
Thank you. We really want to create a positive, supportive economic environment. And when these businesses start here, as they grow, we want to show them support through that growth so that when they do explode, when they do get huge, they keep their headquarters here. They keep those jobs here. They keep that three to five times more money back into our state. We have businesses on from time to time that are local-based businesses, and we ask them that are doing well, and we said, what have you done? What advice can you give to other people? One of the big things now is this online-based stuff, and we see a lot of businesses in Hendricks County that are going from the online-based business to the brick-and-mortar business. Are you seeing a lot throughout the state that people are saying, hey, we're doing so well on an Etsy or or wherever that it's time for us to be a brick-and-mortar company? We are. We actually just had an Indiana Originals member open up their office last week, and what they were doing is simply, you know, person to person sales. You could see an online catalog of what they offered, but they got to the point where, hey, we need a brick and mortar. And so what they open is called their Idea Center. M2 Promotions is the company. They offer promotional products. Anything you can put your logo on, they can do that for you. And it got to the point where they were at that success point where they said it's worth opening up a brick and mortar. So they now have a location in Carmel. It took three years to get there, but it's totally worth it, and they're already seeing the benefits from it. Yeah, we were talking with uh, Tyler from House of Hooray, and they make uh, party stuff, balloons, things like that. And they went from uh, literally being a basement or a bedroom-based business to a brick-and-mortar store. Like, what sort of things should people consider before they say, okay, time to take the plunge? Because Indiana Originals wants Originals to do well. Exactly. And there's a lot of different things to look at. You you might think that you're ready for your own space, your own brick and mortar, but maybe you're more ready for a co-working space. We're seeing a lot of those pop up. Um, we have the Hatch in Broad Ripple, that's a member. Z-Works in Carmel, that's a member. Um, you know, These are providing collaborative work environments for people that think they're ready to go out on their own, maybe still trying to figure that out. But there are a lot more expenses than just your rent or your mortgage for whatever place that is. You have to think of utilities. You have to think of different costs for uh, you know, cable and printing and all these different things, all these different pieces go into that. So looking at the revenue that you're generating, can that cover, are you at a point where you can cover those expenses for more than one month? You get our guest Mel McMahon of Indiana Originals. Uh, legislation, legislative session is going on, and we hear a lot of these lawmakers talking about what can we do to make Indiana a more business-friendly climate, and they pontificate, and they have lots of ideas. Uh, you're in the day-to-day trench warfare of this. What can a government do to help make uh, these Indiana original companies that we're talking about succeed? I think one of the biggest mistakes we make is making decisions for people without including them in the decision process. And I feel it's very, very important that these legislators bring in local business owners, all different levels, all different rates of success, even people who maybe didn't make it, to figure out why that was, what is going on, what made you successful, what made you struggle, and figure out what those are. You know, is it infrastructure issues? Is it tax breaks? Is it, you know, promising to help out with, you know, job recruitment and then those people just weren't there? What are those issues? And so I think the biggest thing we can do is include those local business owners in these talks and these discussions and not make assumptions about what is needed. The vast majority, I would guess, the vast majority of people that you deal with with Indiana Originals are small business owners, right? For the, for the most part, yes. Okay. And so this is my issue with the state of Indiana. All these incentives that they put forward tend to be attract uh, to attract and keep and enhance big business. And it seems like the little guy who is still the majority, majority of business owned or small businesses kind of gets left out in the cold. Well, the trouble is that the economic definition of small business is 500 employees or That's less. That's a lot. That's a lot That's of people. That's a lot of people. So those incentives make more sense for companies that have 500, 400 employees. And then 
the marketing campaign is that, hey, we're helping small business. Well, there's a lot of people that are just a one-man shop, one-woman shop. Maybe it's a family business. They need help, too. They need a better understanding of what their options are. What is the difference between an S-corp and a corporation and an LLC? What are the tax advantages to that? What does all of this mean? And that's why with our Indiana Originals members, we really try to provide resources so that business owners can learn this along the way and learn from the mistakes of other members along their way, too, to their path to success so they can really figure out what do I need? What are the tools that I have? Am I paying my taxes on time? Am I taking advantage of those tax breaks? What am I missing? Do I have my payroll taken care of? You know, there's a lot of questions and a lot of people go into business for whatever that talent or gift is, and they don't even realize how much else it takes, all these other things it takes to actually run a successful business. Yeah, it's really awful. And I'm glad it's you guys horrible. are there. <laughs> it's horrible. I have a lot of people helping me. I am, you know, it's my husband and I doing Indiana Originals, but, you know, we have an accountant, we have a promotions person, we have a, a printing shop that we use. You know, we use other Indiana Originals members to help make Indiana Originals successful. All right. Again, our guest is Mel McMahon, of course, of Indiana Originals, but uh, we love to talk to you about radio because you have so many great radio stories. Oh, thanks. And one of the things we got into the last time a little bit, and I'd like to expand on this, like when you're at the drive through at like a fast food place and you make an order, <laughs> do you ever, does somebody ever go, you sound really familiar? I get a funny look when I pull up to the drive through window. And I don't know if that's because I look different than what people expect or if they're just trying to figure out how they know me. Because I do television as well. Right. And so, you know, if my hair and makeup's done, I'm much more recognizable. Right. Uh, I'm curious, too, because like during like during Christmas season, like 105.7, that's like the number one station. It I was is, looking at the, yeah. At, at the book. I don't know if I'm supposed to be looking at the book, but I was looking at the book, and you guys are number one. And so, like, you go out places, and they're like, you're not introducing Christmas music. This is, this is different. You're ordering a cheeseburger. Yeah, I know. I was uh, going through um, a sandwich shop drive-thru the other day, and the guy kept asking me to repeat my order. <laughs> and when I got up to the window, I found out he was a fan of Country 97.1 Hank FM. <laughs> So he like, was just was, okay. This all makes sense. So now. he was messing with you. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, again, our guest is Mel McMahon. Do you like doing the remotes? The I live? love it. You do. You the like reason it? I love radio is because I love people. I'm a big people person, yeah. and even when I was starting Indiana Originals, I realized I don't work well from my basement. Yeah. You know, I have to be out and seeing people and talking to people, and I'm in the business of radio to connect with people. That's why I do it. I love being able to put a smile on somebody's face. Or letting them know about something. Or contest winners are my favorite. I love that reaction when they find out they're caller number nine. Do you have a favorite contest you've ever done? Is there something that stands out to you where you're like, that was really cool? Because I have I, one that's really inappropriate for the airwaves that we used to do when Radio Now was on 93.1. But, it, but the FCC said it was okay, right? <laughs> I don't know if they knew about it. Oh. <laughs> Let's go for it. If it's not, we'll cut it. Go for it. Oh, my gosh. No, I can't. Honest to God, I cannot share this contest. It's so inappropriate. It's very inappropriate. But, you know, my favorite, you know, I love the listeners that sit by the radio and wait for that cue to call for the contest. But my favorite is when you get someone on the phone who has never won anything before in their life. Right. And they made it through. It is really hard to get through. You know, because you have yeah. thousands, if not yeah. tens of thousands of people calling in to try to win whatever prize it yeah. is you're giving away on the air. And that's why I don't give anything away. You, well, you don't want to disappoint people. Just my kindness right? and my voice, right? Yes, go. I don't want to disappoint there anyone. <laughs> um, but I think one of my favorite winners, this was on Country 97.1, Hank FM. I forget what tickets we were giving away, but this woman called in and she was caller number nine and she started crying. And she had a daughter with special needs that really, really, really wanted to go see this artist. And she was bawling on the phone because she had been trying to win tickets all week. 
and she finally got through and she won them for her daughter and they both got to go to the show and you know that that was just a really special right. moment for them yeah and that's awesome and i always remember this my first job really was working overnights at uh, the old WKLU. Mm-hmm. And there used to be this guy that would call every night. He worked at an auto plant, and he'd call the same time every night. And at first, you're like, oh, that's kind of annoying. And then you start realizing, it's like the highlight of this guy's day. It is. You it are. Is. I loved my favorite shift that I've ever done in the history of radio, which I've been doing uh, for quite a long time now. I did. But the- you started when you were seven, so that's okay. <laughs> Close. I was 19. I was 19 when I started in radio, so it's been a little while. But my favorite shift ever was 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Well, on Radio Now when it was 93.1, because 10 p.m. was late enough to get, you know, the people that were stuck at work, late enough to get some of the, the crazy stories on the air. You know, you had good content, but you got off work early enough to still make it to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's very important, right? Because you got off at work at 2, and the bars didn't close until 3. Yeah. So that was probably my favorite, because I got to do whatever I wanted all day long. And the year I did that shift was when Indiana switched clocks. Oh, yes. For the very first time, yeah. which I still have trouble with, by the way. But that's a whole nother show. Tur- turning the clocks forward and back is a big deal for you? It is, because I will always have one clock that is wrong right. six months out of the year, because I have it's the only clock I've ever had a trouble changing. Well, it's interesting you say that because I used to live for the day when you turn them back, you get the extra drinking hour, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, that was a big deal, you know, like there'd be <laughs> celebratory night, you know? Yeah. And, oh, it, yeah. and that's maybe a sick thing. And then you were so depressed when they, you have to spring them forward because then you, uh, then you lose an hour. Right. You know? Right. And, and it, it's, I guess now that I'm engaged, it's not as big a deal as it used to be, but I want it to be, right? I, I mean- know. I know. The husband <laughs> and the baby, yeah, it's it's all different. It's yeah. all different now. Uh, okay, what uh, again, uh, wrap up with this. Indiana Originals, tell us about it, how we can learn more about Indiana Originals. IndianaOriginals.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and television and radio and in magazines. We're all over the place trying to help you find local easier so you can spend your dollar right here in Indiana. The great Mel McMahon. Mel, thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. That was Mel McMahon of Indiana Originals talking about something very very near and dear to her heart, shopping local and supporting local businesses. Going to take a quick break here from our underwriters. When we come back, we'll hear from Justin Oakley of the Just Let Me Teach podcast. We'll talk about some big bills in front of the Indiana legislature related to education. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, 
progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Again, special thanks to Mel McMahon of Indiana Originals. Time now to speak with Justin Oakley. He's with the Just Let Me Teach podcast on indianatalks.com and going to chat about some of the big education issues that are in front of the Indiana legislature. You know, with all this talk about roads and gas taxes and things like that, some of these big education bills haven't got quite the media attention they probably deserve, but Justin has his uh, finger on the pulse of all that. So here's our conversation with Justin Oakley of the Just Let Me Teach podcast. Justin, how's it going? I'm good, man. I think the uh, whatever this superbug is that's hit hit our great state has finally landed in my uh, system. Well, it's interesting you say that because a lot of people think there's a superbug that's hit the legislature when it comes to dealing with education. Yeah, that's been it's been here. It's a big giant one that's been here with us for a while. All right, so uh, we talked a little bit about it in our intro, but tell everybody who you are and what you do. Uh, well, I taught, I was I ran for a lot of people know me. I ran for state superintendent uh, in 2012 uh, for a good while before uh, the party got behind Glenda, and we got behind Glenda Ritz. Uh, started just let me teach in 2012, and uh, kind of a super advocate for public education here in the great state of Indiana. All right, so there's a couple big bills that are in front of the legislature. There's always a lot of big bills, but the first one would make the superintendent an appointed position of the governor. That's been squatted down in the Senate. We'll see if it comes back. What say you? Uh, it's interesting you bring that up. I just saw a tweet this morning where uh, Senator David Long it says he uh, was pretty stunned that uh, the Senate, some people changed their votes. That tells me that they're going to go back and change some language. I believe if they change some language, they can uh, – Push that. It's interesting you bring that that bill up at the uh, Celebrate Indiana Schools event on Monday. Uh, the House passed that, and the Senate killed that, and there was a loud applause of the crowd. Uh, I don't. That, it's interesting they're picking one uh, cabinet uh, member, the state superintendent, uh, to change, and not any of the other ones. If they were going to change all of them, then it, then it wouldn't look so suspicious. Yeah, do you think it's a good idea, or are you still withholding judgment? Because right now they'd be doing this to a Republican. Right. It's interesting. You know, I think, uh, hey, do some more digging on this, Rob Kendall. Uh, You've got to shine a spotlight bright on this one, because uh, this is one that if you are a true uh, hardcore conservative, I'm not sure how you can support uh, taking a ballot elected position away from the people. 
politically, it's probably not a super huge deal in that the Democrats also wanted to do this, but things have changed. Um, and I, there's just so much. But I also believe the DOE is separate from the governor's uh, power right now, and they want to consolidate all of that, all the education stuff into one bucket. Yeah, it seems like a very interesting bill. It seems like one they've been uh, kind of obsessed with now for a couple of uh, a couple of years. Is it one of those things where they thought maybe it was going to be they were going to be dealing with Glenda again, but they had to go forward with it? Now they're surprised. I, they I, think Glenda, I think if Glenda had been elected, it would have been a moot point again. I don't think they would have tried it. However, they did try it uh, when when Judd McMillan was in office. They tried to suspend her powers and do that, and they had record. You know, talk about town halls right now. Uh, there were people showing up in places that never came out for that. So it's an issue, and I think if people had more uh, uh, time to hear about it, they'd be upset about it. So, Justin, help me understand this, because we had Glenda on the show. She was very nice. So we had Cormac on the show, too, also very nice. But uh, what happened with Glenda? Why did she get so much support in 2012, and why didn't that translate into 2016? Well, I'm not a data monger. I let, I let the math people do all that. But have a look at some of the data. Glenda did very well in a, in a very odd uh, election cycle. Uh, at the top of the ticket, pushed about a 20, 20 point bump there. I don't think anybody could have overcome that. Lots of straight ticket voters. Um, I'm not sure. It's a great question. I, I don't have the... Uh, I didn't go and analyze all the data, but I'm going to guess the top of the ticket swept uh, the state. Uh, so that's the Democrats have a lot of work to do. Because the average person couldn't say the Republicans who are in charge of everything have done a really good job with education in Indiana. No, I would say no educators saying that. You know, I'm glad that uh, you and I are connected and cross paths because... Uh, uh, and Abdul as well. I'll give him a name drop here real quick. But uh, we need to shine as much light on this topic as we possibly can. I try to do that on Wednesday nights on my program, and uh, maybe you and I can uh, start doing this a little bit and get some different takes on what's going on in the state of education. Here goes to Justin Oakley. He has a podcast called Just Let Me Teach. Where can people hear you? Uh, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m., Indiana Talks, and then uh, the podcast is up uh, immediately after that. You can go to Indiana Talks, look up Just Let Me Teach, and you should be able to find all the shows. Of course, as he said earlier, he did also run for superintendent in 2012. Uh, okay, so one of the other big bills is now they're going to change I-STEP to, I think it's called I-LEARN. What do you think about that? Well, my my initial gut reaction is the test companies are making a lot of money on that. That's another thing you can do a little investigative reporting on, how much money the state of Indiana spends on testing. It would blow people's minds, especially when we're closing schools, uh, shutting down buses, uh, having to change all these things. Uh, it looks like there's going to be a pause, and then in two years we're going to implement a new test, but the legislature's going to go ahead and push ISTEP this year, which makes no sense unless you believe they want to keep using all that to grade, better grade schools and penalize uh, evaluations and merit pay and all sort of stuff. Uh, my daughter's a sixth, uh, first grader, uh, so I think she's shielded from all that, but I can't imagine. Uh, Rob, if you want to sometime, I will take you around and just show you how much time we spend on this test, this one test in our schools. It's amazing to me that I remember when I was growing up, and that wasn't all that long ago, but it, you had really good teachers, and you wanted a certain teacher in elementary school. You wanted a certain teacher in, for a specific subject in high school because this person was really good at what they did. Why are we seemingly stripping away the creativity and professionalism that these teachers have? Oh, my gosh. you got your 20-part documentary you could do. <laughs> it's, uh, I believe that there is a, a definite agenda to uh, end public schools as we know it and change what we're doing. I, and we do need to make some changes. We do need to 
get kids ready for the new world of uh, faster-paced society. But uh, this is the politics of what's happened is on steroids right now. And we have a supermajority in the state that only listens to one side of what's going on in education, and we've got to change that. I don't know how we do it, but we've got to change it. Justin, one of the big issues right now facing the legislature is road funding, and there are at least the House side proposing a massive tax increase. And I've told several people this. I've said if we hadn't fake opted out of Common Core and spent $100 million plus, we could have used that money on roads. What happened with Common Core? It's like we're still doing Common Core, but it just cost us a lot of money. Yeah, it was a big deal. You know, I've, I've equated what we've done in the last, uh, well, 50 years to education, but at least the last decade in Indiana, the old, uh, the old Peanuts comic strip where Lucy says, oh, come kick the ball, and she moves it. That's what we've done. Uh, I'm not sure what that we're doing now. It's called Indiana Standards, but it's still based loosely based on Common Core Standards. Uh, it was a big political football. Uh, and you mentioned uh, the, the, the money just for that, but the money for a shadow board. We had a we had a shadow state board. We had a shadow education department. All these different things. Sixteen twenty million dollars. I believe I, I believe just the ISTEP test alone is hundreds of millions of dollars. I could be wrong on that. We need to check that. But just the money we've spent on all this other crap. That we could be. Imagine if a kid could actually go in and, and have a, a great, fired-up teacher that loves, is passionate about the subject, and he actually gets to learn. Imagine if we could do that. Justin, just on education alone, I keep wondering how Republicans keep winning all these seats. What's going on with the Democrat Party? How can you have I don't, these guys? Well, I don't know. I'll put that on my DVD and I'll sell it to you. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not affiliated. Uh, I'm not in the inner inter delicate workings of what goes on at the big big boy table of the Democratic Party, but uh, I keep seeing run better candidates. We had, They had some pretty good candidates. I think John Gregg was a decent candidate and a decent human being and actually loved the state and knew stuff about the state. Uh, this was a weird election cycle. I think if things keep going the way they are, though, um, we need some, some more relevant, maybe current people that can connect on some of these issues. And my last thing is... Uh, couple things I've read show Indiana is the fifth most gerrymandered state in the union. So uh, that could be an issue as well. Yeah, make sure you win in 2020, no matter what else. Yeah, you're right on that one. Hey, uh, Justin, again, where, where can everybody hear you? Uh, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m., Indiana Talks, and you can easily pick up a podcast anywhere. Check us out at JustLoveAnderscoreTeach on Twitter and JustLoveAndTeach on Facebook. Hey, Justin, thanks for being with us, sharing a few thoughts on some of these big education issues. Hey, keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, best of luck to you, and thanks for having me. That was Justin Oakley with the Just Let Me Teach podcast. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. 
You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Special thanks to Mel McMahon of Indiana Originals and Justin Oakley of the Just Let Me Teach podcast, our guest on today's show. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's program, you can go back and check out a podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, 
progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.